Start off with a win. Dolly, I saw, got her Icon Award. I saw that on Facebook. Congratulations, Dolly. Very exciting, right? First time in your career, a company has given you not just a little plaque or an award, right? They gave you something meaningful. <laughs> Stocks, pretty darn cool. All right. Uh, oh, we got a smaller crew here. Oh, here comes more, more, more folks. All right, probably a lot of people coming in the next few minutes. So uh, we have an open agenda for today. We're going to start, as always, with three wins. Um, we're going to go over some of the uh, upcoming events that are happening in the, uh, the world of EXP. Uh, last few regional rallies are happening this week. Um, and then for topics for discussion, I don't know if Lonnie said she actually may not be able to make it. So we may, instead of doing her 100,000 in 100 days, uh, we might postpone that for next week when she is here. And then we'll, uh, we'll have kind of an open discussion, maybe continuation on fire agency agreements, fire commission, or just anything you guys want to chat about. Maybe we'll have some people that have last week, we kind of chatted the whole time on that. So maybe people said some questions on topics we didn't get to. All right. So let's start with a few wins. Who's got a real estate related win? I shared Dolly's, but I mean, I'd, I'd say that counts as a win, right? Dolly, if you just joined us late, Dolly got her, her icon agent award, uh, which is huge. So yeah, it's a huge win. I'll piggyback, piggyback on Dolly's award. Go ahead, I got my agent, uh, my icon award last week too. You did? Awesome. Yeah. Did, did, I, did, I, did I miss a Facebook post or do I need to make a Facebook post about you to brag about you? I don't know anything about Facebook posts. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to make a note. I got to, I got to make a post to uh, Armand doesn't like to talk about himself. So we'll, we'll talk about, we'll say nice things about Armand for him. I'm trying uh, to use mine for recruiting agents because it's like, man, I have had pieces of glass for 35 years and they're just lovely. And I finally took them all and threw them in the dumpster because I'm tired of them. And I know my kids don't want all those pieces of glass, but this piece of glass comes with money attached. And it is so cool. So that was the reason for my post. I actually hit Icon back in September, but uh, I, I got the actual award. The piece of glass arrived on, on Saturday. So it was like, okay, so how can we turn this into a recruiting idea? <laughs> and that, that's why I did the post. And I normally never put anything like that on Facebook, but it was one of those. Huh? I saw it. I liked it. I mean, yeah, you know, I, saw, I saw that too. I thought it was ex extremely effective. I thought it was great, Dolly. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank so, you. So, so if we have any any guests who are here, by the way, if, if you don't know what the Icon Award is, the Icon Award is once you hit a certain level of production. Typically, it's selling anywhere from 25 to 35 houses in a year. Could be even higher for these two folks, probably higher. Um, you get your entire cap back in the form of stock. And so if we have any, if, if we're, if we're looking for topics of things to discuss today, maybe someone has questions for Dolly or Armand. We have a few other icon agents here, but they just qualified for the icon award in a down market with high interest rates. Like maybe you want to know what they're doing, right? So we could, we could have a live panel with a couple icon agents today. So if we're missing topics, start thinking about questions you want to ask these guys. All right. Who else has a, who else has a, a win they'd like to share real estate related win? Ed's got one. It doesn't have to be anything huge. You could just maybe just maybe just wrote contracts, took a listing, took a, put an open escrow, cut a closing. Ed, what you got? We had our second uh, investor webinar for that Malaysia project on Friday, and was pretty well attended and started generating a bunch of interest. So, if any of you want to sell condos in Kuala Lumpur, send me a message. Uh, how many listings do you have there, Ed? Four thousand five hundred. So, so we're just going to, we're just going to set this up right now. We're setting the bar really high and no one else can share wins. We've got, you either have to have an icon award or have 4,500 listings to share a win today. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome, Ed. 
That's huge, man. As all the screens go black. Right. <laughs> I, got my, I got my first. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Leonora. I got my first listing ever. Yeah. I think that's just as exciting, Leonora. She, she's she's new to real estate and took her first listing on the market. I had a text from her this weekend holding her open house there. It looks beautiful. I love it. Congrats. Yeah. You guys, you guys remember that feeling taking your first listing, right? It's awesome. First of many. Anyone else have any wins they want to share before we dive in? I don't want to, I want to shortchange anyone else who's excited. I'm excited about that, Leonora. All right. Well, let's, uh, let, let's go over just a few, um, the events that we have coming up in case you have not attended the regional rally by you. There's a few more coming up. For example, Southern California's is tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm hosting it with a few other folks, Kyle Whistle, Pete Middleton, we're hosting it in San Diego. So in case you have any, if you or anybody you know in your group is near San Diego tomorrow or wants to drive, we have people coming from a couple hour radius, uh, it's like 49 bucks. And then there's a couple more happening uh, this week. Uh, I forget which other cities are happening this week, but I'll pay, there we go. Autumn already got the link in the chat. Um, anyone who attended today. their city's regional rally and enjoyed it, you want, want to share just maybe one, one or two people share what you got out of being at your rally, why you like being there. Did anyone attend their regional rally? Ours is today. This is today. Awesome. Well, you can't you can't share about it yet, but I'm glad. Are you going? I'm heading down there. I got a showing and an offer written, and I'm going down to Tacoma right after that. So nice. Did it, did anyone attend theirs and, and, and like their like the rally they went to? I'll put you on the spot. That's okay. All right. Uh, other other events then coming up. Uh, we've still got the. Uh, I guess we can just drop these two in the chat because it's now, now there's really nothing else going for the next couple of months. So after these rallies are done, we've got uh, the Brent Gove Mastermind in Maui, which is in the end of January. If you want an excuse to take a trip to Maui, right? Hang out with some AXP folks. It's like seven days long and there's only like two days of actual masterminding. So I think it might be designed a little bit as a write-off, right? To get a whole, whole vacation. So those of you who want a vacation to Maui with a little bit of EXP uh, and masterminding with some top-level agents thrown in. And then we've got the, the Brent Gove Cabo event, which is at the end of uh, beginning of March. Um, so those, both of those are in the chat box. If you uh, want either of uh, invites to either of those, right? Click on those links and you'll find the details in those. All right, let, let's dive in uh, to some actual masterminding then. Um, I don't have a topic prepared for today. So we didn't pick one last week. We're just doing open mastermind. Do you have, anyone have a question on, hey, they've got a listing, it's not selling. They want to chat about it. They're trying a marketing idea. They did a marketing idea. It worked, kick butt. Or we can just ask questions to a, Dolly or Armand, like I said, as you guys qualified as an icon of agents in a down market, what is working for you? What questions do you guys have? I want to throw this open for open dialogue to start. And if you're all very silent, I'll figure it out. But go ahead, Leonora. Awesome. I, so about the NAR situation, I want to keep it brief, very brief. And uh, to to me, oh, the whole thing doesn't make too much sense. Uh, but uh, clients will ask Wait. questions. So how do you approach uh, this uh, topic uh, in a very, you know, brief way? Approach the topic with clients or I mean, approach the topic like for yourself as an agent so you can have knowledge on it? Um, no, approach with clients. So. I haven't started, I mean, I haven't had any inbound clients asking me questions about it, but I'm sure there are some, I've heard last week, some people already had a handful of clients because it's in the news, it's everywhere, right? Who, who has had 
a client say, Hey, I saw this, 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 uh, you know, this thing, and I don't want to offer a commission to an agent anymore, to a buyer agent anymore. Who, who has had that come up from a client? Anybody, anybody had that yet? And I want to see. All right. So, so that's not happening yet, Leonora, which is good to know, right? Just as, as we thought it wasn't going to all of a sudden have, you know, sellers weren't going to see this be like, well, great. I'm not going to pay buyer's agents anymore. Like I think they're, they're waiting for that. The situation is going to have to change dramatically at some level. And it could be a while before if, and when we see something like that, but ha has anyone had to have a dialogue even remotely about this with any clients, even if their clients didn't say they don't want to pay buyer's agent is how do clients ask about it? If it gives you any comfort, Leonora, we've had this situation for four years in Washington and it's still not ever come up. There you go. It It's probably not something that you that you're going to encounter that often. I think more importantly for people, I, we talked about last week and I'll, I'll say it again because I'll say it probably every week. Oh, and I got a link I got to drop into the chat. This is a good good training if you haven't seen this. Um, I think on the buyer's agent side is getting comfortable having buyers sign a buyer representation agreement. I think that's where it's going to come up more often, less on the listing side, but more on the buyer side. Whether or not they make any nationwide changes or any company-wide changes to DXP and actually have us start to require buyer agency agreements, that is still meant to be seen. But if you want strategies on the, how to use these buyer representation agreements and buyer commissions, they did a really good training in EXP world. I'll go drop the YouTube link in the chat box. Um, they had uh, Holly Mayberry, who's our, our head of operations, talking about it from an EXP standpoint, right? Operation Operationally, and then a team that uses buyer agency agreements, kind of breaking down how they go through it. So that was a pretty good training. If you Did anyone watch that one that I, I posted a couple of days ago? It's a really good one if you haven't seen it. But that'll help you a lot, Leonor. I would go through and watch that one for sure. It'll go in. It'll. It's. It's like forty minutes long on that topic. Now, for me, uh, um, the buyer representation is has always been absolutely uh, uh, non-negotiable. I mean, you must have it. So, um, yeah. So for me, nothing, nothing new on that. Yeah. Count, so. Yeah, but 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 still, but I would tell you guys watch if you want to know what's going on operationally and how this NAR. Lawsuit and everything is tying into DXP. That that uh, that link will help give you some insight. No, no, I will, I will. But I'm saying, you know, it was for me, it was like no brainer to do it. So, yeah. awesome, good question, Leonora. Who else has got a question? Anything they want to chat about? Otherwise, I'm going to ask Dolly and Armada a question because I got stuff for them. But who who's got anyone got things they want to ask about? Questions? No, it's just so quiet today. Right? I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off then. So my question for Dolly and Armand is: They are icon agents in a down market. Okay. This is a more challenging market. Not to say their business hasn't been affected like everybody else, but if you had to pick one thing for each of you, give me a little bit of time to think about this because I putting them on the spot. One thing that caused you to still qualify for the icon award, right? To still do a significant amount of sales, even in down market, if you had to pick one thing or maybe two, what would that one thing have been for the last 12 months? Right. What was that thing? Do you think? I'll jump in. My biggest thing has been um, working my sphere of influence and working with people that know, love, and trust you. Because uh, I look back at my spreadsheet over the last year, and man, that's probably been 75% of my business is working those people because you don't have to buy leads. You don't have to do all that other mess. It's just the people that already know you and love you and really working that hard. And we have really ramped that up. And, and that's interesting you say that because did, did you, because I, I, I realized I was hearing that for months and months about working your sphere. But what I didn't realize was when people said they're working their sphere and more deals were closing, 
you used to have deals that were coming in from online leads and other sources, just the percentage shifted and you went and, and you weren't closing as many from the online sources, correct? That is correct. And the whole business model changed because, you know, we were buying leads from Zillow, Realtor.com, all those, and they just kept drying up and drying up and drying up. Not that we were ignoring our sphere of influence, but we started doing more things with the sphere of influence, uh, more client events, more picking up the phone and calling people, uh, more touches. And I think that's also going to help as we transition. If, if we do see a transition with all of this NARF stuff that's going on in convincing our you know, people that know and love and trust you are still going to know your value and you don't have to get out there and explain your value to strangers. Um, where a Zillow lead coming in, man, those are hard. I don't want to work them. I'm not going to work them. I, I just, I got no, I got no time. I got no energy to have to convince somebody to like me. I'd rather go on with those people that already like me. You know, they, they're sweet and they, they, they're good people. So I don't know. Armand, you jump in. Hold on one second, Armand. I want to ask one more follow-up question to Dolly from Sarah's question in the chat box and then Armand, you're on. Because this is, you, get, you get an extra 30 seconds to think of your answer. Uh, Sarah said, in what ways are you working for? You started to answer that. You said client events, calling your people. Do you have a specific cadence for how often you call? Do you have a specific cadence for events or is it more just kind of like when we feel like it, we do it? No, we've done for years. We have done the old um, uh, Joe Stump, by referral only, 32 touch program. So there's a lot of things that just go out automatically. There's as a matter of fact, I, I have to do Fun Day Monday today where we do a drawing. We just throw out the question, do a drawing, and do a Amazon gift card. Um, we still do a newsletter that goes out every month to some of our older clients that don't that are not online. That's just a really nice, ugly newsletter, um, ugly in color. You know, it's a bright yellow newsletter that goes out. Uh, we call our clients at least quarterly and do the, it's not a real estate call. It's what we call a forward call, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. So it's a continual thing, but there are 32 touches to every client. And that includes fallback postcards, spring forward postcards. Some are still good old mailings because I don't care. People still going to hang on to them and I'll see them in their house. Uh, when I go for a listing appointment and then a lot of it is a lot of it's automated, but you have to talk to them. You have to get together with them. You have to have coffee every now and then. And then they throw in the social media piece of it. So it's probably a lot more than 32 touches. It can be a hundred touches because most of my sphere, they're my friends on Facebook, and Armand is doing an outstanding job. I'm I'm trying to follow him, but I man, I can't keep up with that man. <laughs> well, well, thank you, thank you for breaking it down there. That was that was good. That, I saw people taking notes. That was good. That was the details I was looking for. Armand, what's 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 your what's your uh, now? We'll toss it to you. What, what what's your your one thing you think for you? Yeah, I just, you know, I'll, I'll uh, reiterate uh, everything that Dolly said. It's all about personal prospecting uh, to our sphere or people that we we know that already know us, that already know, like, and trust us. That's the gold mine. That's, that's you, <laughs> all of us real estate agents need to focus on that no, one way or the other. Um, yeah, just keep making those phone calls, keep uh, touching those people. Mailers, old-fashioned mailers are still very effective. Um, 
a lot of what I do is electronic now these these days. So I'm shooting emails to to people, just touching base. Hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, or text messages. How you doing? I always try to sort of put a comment in there, like you know, I saw this, and what do you think about that? Or you know, um, uh, another thing that's really really uh, important for me is the annual reviews. Um, so I keep a book on my desktop here of every every buyer that we've sold in my career. It's a big, huge book, a binder, and it's divided uh, by months. And every Thursday, I sit up here at 10 a.m. in the morning and, and open this binder up and, and see who we closed a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and just give them a quick call. Say, hey, happy anniversary. It's your happy anniversary call. Did you realize another year has passed and you're here here in your home? How is everybody doing? What are you doing? It's the same review calls. And 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 those are amazing because those, you know, when you call or email or text message, uh people often respond, say, Hey, we've been thinking about about it. You know, we actually got a new job and somewhere, you know, it's time to talk about listing and selling the house. So just following up with uh, past clients in our sphere, one way or the other, figure it out. You got to follow up with your past clients and your sphere. There we go. I had to meet myself. Is that making sense, guys? Two people saying the, saying the same thing. <laughs> I'm, it's not to say that you can't use online leads. I talked to, he's not on here this morning, but Michael Henry last night, he runs a, a big team in Ohio and he's got a, uh, uh, the Zillow flex account. And he actually has a new goal to become the largest team in Northeast Ohio. Right. And he's going deep still on, like you can do it. Like you can, but most people I know that are having success are going away from online leads and deeper into their relationships and sphere and things like that. So who's got questions, Shelly, you got, you want something you want to add? I just was saying, I agree with all of that. That and it's going deeper, right, with people rather than not turning and burning and making phone calls. It's more about I'm trying to have 10 conversations with people rather than just calling and voicemails. Ah. Oh, my internet is screwy. Yeah, that's it. I, I love it. Anyone else? Questions, things to add? Yeah, to have questions, just add something. How's it working in your world? You work in your sphere? What are you doing? I'm trying to start a discussion where it's not just me talking this morning, guys. You need to unmute yourself. I'll just throw it out there. That, you know, I talk to new agents all the time and they say, where am I going to get my leads? Where am I going to get my leads? I, I try to reiterate, you're going to get them from the people you already know. You know, even if you've only been in real estate one day, you already have a phone full of people who potentially could buy or sell real estate. And by hook or by crook, some way or another, you've got to get in touch with the people you already know. And just like Dolly said, have a forward conversation, family, occupation, uh, recreation and dreams. Uh, just start with family. Hey, how's the family? Just about to touch base with you. And uh, and eventually the you know the conversation will roll around sooner or later to to real estate, but even brand new agents can start building their their business just by talking to their their the people that they know. You know, don't even use that word sphere. It's just people you know. That's all. And that's the great thing about real estate is you know anything you do that's fun, so socializing whatever. I had a buddy of mine, one of the buddies of mine who who who, who really. Uh, it was 20 years ago, a guy recommended that I get into real estate. 
And he told me 20 years ago, all I all he did was go to the bar and hang out and just talk to people at the bar and he got business, you know. So it's just doing the things you normally do and socializing. That's the great thing about real estate. All that socializing can turn into deals as long as you just keep in mind that, you know, just have nice, pleasant conversations with people and eventually the conversation will roll around to real estate. So, so you just reminded me, Armand, I'm going to drop some links in the chat. I want to show you guys, though. There is a, a coach that we've had on Agent Power Huddle a number of times. His name is Fred Wilson. And I remember seeing any trainings with Fred. So Fred is the guy, Armand, you just mentioned, you know, used to go out to the bar, just have conversations and do deals. Fred has been doing real estate for, I forget how long he's been doing it, 25, 30 years, 40 years. This means a long time. And he has literally done a deal a week for his entire career for years and years and years without any marketing budget. With no, like he literally just goes out and he talks to people and he find, he call, and he looks for opportunities and he just has conversations and he just finds deals. He he was on uh, off all summer. I just ran into him the other night at a networking event. He was off all summer uh, writing a book and up in the mountains and he came back and in his first 90 days back, he generated $300,000 in commissions in 90 days without having any pipeline. And then he just literally started talking to people and bumping into people and having conversations. And, and so I'll drop links in the chat to a couple of these, but if you go to the, uh, theagentcollective.com. If you like this part of it, like we have a bunch of trainings from Fred for free. Uh, he's, uh, he had one set, how to do a deal a week, seven sales in seven days. So I'll drop links to these two. Um, but you can just go search in there under Fred's name. Uh, he, he did, he had some really great trainings. I, I, lo I love Fred, Fred's viewpoint on this. Well, I think if, personally, I think if you want a methodical regular income, you have to methodically and regularly prospect. And I, I agree uh, that, you know, when you're out and about and talking to people, you need to be talking real estate. Like I was at my barber and the guy spent an hour talking to me about how to get out of paying real estate commissions. I'm like, dude, this is what I do for a living. I was so mad at him by the time I got home uh, and I'm, I've listed his house. It's going on the market tomorrow after spending all that time trying to get around. So I, you know, honestly, um, I get my business from a lot of different sources. You talk to people, your prospect expires, you talk to for sale by owners, you, you farm, you need to be, you just need to be working at it every day. And that's really what it comes down to. Just be working at it every day. If you're not prospecting or talking to people, you're probably not going to be earning any business. How many hours a day? So Ken, I know you've been, how long have you been doing real estate for? 37 years. Okay. And so it's probably different now than earlier in the career, but maybe not. Yeah. I want to know the number earlier in your career. And now how many hours a day do you spend prospecting? I spend maybe an hour a day and, and it's really not prospecting so much as it's lead follow-up with, uh, with people that we've already talked to and people I've gotten an appointment to with. And uh, I have uh, I have a pretty good system right now. And I have a home run VA uh, vet that I work with or VA, I shouldn't say vet. And, and, and I know, so, so nowadays I know you have built a, a much more in, you know, systematized where leads are inbound, you're following up early on in your career when you were doing more outbound prospecting yourself, how many hours a day would you spend prospecting? Two to three. Okay. So still not like two to three and, and you would generate, um, I mean, I've heard you go through the numbers before and I need you to go through it all of it now, but like two to three hours a day would generate significant income for you for yeah. all of your career. I pretty okay? regularly do 60 to 70 deals a year. And, uh, and I didn't work. I never worked weekends. But, you know, prospecting, the reticence towards prospecting is all in your head. 
Rejection is a, is a mental issue. You're not rejected if you don't feel rejected. Uh, and the only people that you truly reject you are the people that love you. So everyone else don't worry about. It. Right. You know what I've heard on rejection recently that really kind of changed my thinking towards it is to treat each no as a win. Yeah. And, you know, each no is like, okay, I don't got to worry about that person for right now. You know, either keep them on the list, try them later, or, you know, cross them off the list altogether. Either one of those two. And then it's like, oh, so that's a win. That was a no. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Okay, super. Thanks. See you later. One thing I probably one thing I'd say is work with people you like to talk to. Yeah, right. So, uh, you know, now, I wasn't real happy with my barber, but uh, he did come around. <laughs> I did get pissed off and shut him down or anything. Well, it's just polite and professional, but uh, yeah, I, I, I really gravitate towards people I enjoy. Right. And that, that makes life a lot easier. But you only can do that if you're prospecting enough to have people that you can say no to. Right. Yeah. And, and I think. And I think another thing that's coming around that I keep hearing a lot and lot and lot is, you know, look, you got to talk to people on the phone. The phone is king. I mean, you can get all the Internet leads in the world, but at some point you're going to have to talk to them. Right. And the leads in the technology and a follow up are all great because that that helps uh, siphon people, push people further down into the funnel to where it's worthwhile for you talking to them. Um, but, yeah, you still have to talk to people. And really, that's where the relationship is. It's it's all it's all fun, actually. Why not? What else are you going to do all day? Sri's got a question. Go for it, Sri. Yeah, so a question for Ken. So you said when you first started, you were spending two to three hours calling a day. Who were you calling aside from, like, sphere of influence? Uh, well, the easiest ones are people that are raising their hands and say, uh, I want to sell or I'm happy to pay a commission, which is expired and for sale my owners. Right. And they those are people that want to sell. Uh, right. Then and next, uh, you know, we go to um, we run Internet ads and, and that sort of thing. And get people to raise their hand. I'm running a lot of cash offer uh, ads because I find that in the process, in the process of deciding to sell, the first place people go is they in their fantasy land before reality hits, they think, oh, I could get a cash offer. Wouldn't that be great? And they'll pay me full retail and they they start they they'll start responding to cash offer ads. Uh and they're very, very early on in the process. So it's a lot different now than when I started. The technology now allows us allows you and I to really literally know when somebody just had a thought about selling because they click on something on the internet and we know. When I started, it was 1987. Right? So that was before computers and people, you know, we talked to people, they'd come to us or we talked to them after they already had a sign up. So but uh, just be prepared to uh, follow up and uh, follow up, follow up, follow up and drip on them forever. I don't know what's wrong with our CRMs. All You go to the average CRM, they have two weeks, three months, six month follow up. My average seller I've been talking to for over a year. So, you, you know, somebody should go into your system and never get out. Unless they, well, no, if they sell, they're still in. Uh, unless they opt out, then they'll let them opt out. Be happy for it. It's a self-cleaning database that way. Um, but yeah, just keep following up. Um, that's really where we we kill it right now. We just kill it on follow up. 
80% of your business should be coming from follow-up. If if you don't have your view, your your Zoom on gallery view right now, I want to point out something I just noticed that when Ken said the majority of sellers I'm talking to today, right, that I'm listing, that I'm listing today, I started talking to them over a year ago. I saw a lot of you guys smile and nod your head. Okay. That is it. So just the setting expectations, like all of you guys sell out of houses, they're all everybody's going like, yep, that is what we are seeing. So that doesn't give you hope for those of you who are like, I want to go list a house today. There's different strategies you do if you're like, I need to go out and list a house this week. There's probably different things we would send you out to do versus if you're still going to be in business a year from now, you want to start working on things today to build these pipelines with sellers so that you do have it over time. Yeah. Right. The, the, the people that list today are expired listings. The people that list in 30 days are for sale by owners. Right. So if you're like, I want to go out and list a house this week, you better start working on your skill set with expires. Yeah. Right? If you're like, I don't want to call expires. Cool. Work on a longer timeline. Can stand using cash offers, right? We'll get a generated, a guaranteed offer on your house. And you guys can all do that with the XP's express offers. So you all yeah. have the opportunity to do that. But that they don't all end up selling their house through a cash offer. Most of them end up being retail sellers if you follow up long enough. When, we, when they finally say, Yeah, I'll take the cash offer price, you about fall off your chair. Like you serious? You're gonna leave 150 grand on the table? Okay, I'll take it. Hilaire, you got something to add or a question? Yes, for uh, Ken, I've been doing real estate 20 years, and I do a pretty good job of not working on the weekends. But I can't say that I never do. How do you not work on the weekends? I don't wear my suit. You don't what? Um, my I work from I've worked from home for my pretty much my entire career. So when I suit up uh-huh. and when I take my suit off, I'm not working. I literally lose my phone. I can't find it. I don't hear it. Uh you just do not and I can't I wouldn't say I never work on weekends. I mean, you know, you, you throw a big deal and it's just an appointment in the morning to go get it. I'll do that, but uh, you know, within reason. But I, I made that decision early on for my kids. So Oh, just okay. Don't do just don't answer your phone, man. Go do something fun that yeah. doesn't require your phone. Cassie, can I add a couple things? I probably lost a couple hundred thousand, maybe half a million dollars in income over 30 years. So what, man? My life has been that much better. Yeah, that's true. You can't get it back. Yeah. You can't back to can't get back to time. That's for sure. Nope. I love it. Patty, uh, go for it. We're out there that uh, the way to protect your weekends is to focus on listings. Just do listings and you won't have hardly at all work on weekends. Yeah. Patty, you were saying? Yeah, I just want to piggyback on something Dolly was saying. And something I started doing at the end of last week is post, because I live in Orange County, but I've lived in different areas of Orange County. So I've been creating landing pages for areas that I've lived in. Homes, you know, your Belinda pool homes, Dana Point View, and creating them with the... Um, the links to my website that automatically update. So I can just post them throughout the month. And then I'm starting to post the open houses. And over, I posted them, I think Saturday night, I had over 200 eyes on both of those um, posts, just regular posts. And then if you're new, well, even if you're not new, we're posting on Instagram with ManyChat. So when they comment, they get a link to all the open houses in South Orange County or or wherever. And then you get their information. And you do that through ManyChat? I just started with ManyChat and I'm going to put a link. There's a class this Wednesday um, and it's on my Haven Realty Group page. 
I could never figure out how to make it work. You know what? I was pulling my hair out yesterday and I told my son, I am bound to determined to make this work. So he kept testing it for me until we did it. Yeah, but um, me. yeah, but once it works, it's beautiful. And then you just save them and run them again and run them again. And then you can duplicate the Manny chat and just change the keyword for whatever you want. And then you can make them long, you can make them short. But if you're just offering a link or a downloading, uh, downsizing checklist or whatever checklist, you, it's real. It's real simple. It's just a one-off. So for those of you who don't know, ManyChat is a Facebook Messenger chat bot, and you 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 even structure it. I mean, it's it's really phenomenal. It's pretty technical, obviously. I mean, I can't do it, so uh, it's a little too. And tough. I put in my message: "Hi, I'm Patty's bot with a little robot emoji." Yeah. So it, yeah, it's me, and it's it's free. <laughs> it's free. Wow. Yeah. I paid. The only time you need the paid version, if you're going to, um, there was something in like multiple, multiple questions. I can't remember, but I realized I didn't need the paid version. So I put it on pause and just going to roll with the free version until I find I need the paid. So, so the strategy is, is to market and advertise and use automation to get people, they, they respond to your advertising, go in the top funnel. And then the goal is to get them down two levels using automation through bots and emails and automated text messages to the point where you've siphoned it down to the people that are most likely to want to buy or sell. So you're not just doing the gross numbers of cold calling, calling through the phone, but you're not calling through the phone book anymore. That's not necessary. Everybody you talk to should have expressed some sort of interest and buying or selling real estate. So, I mean, we used to do outbound. I did tons of it, but now we do inbound, meaning somebody's raised their hand. I want a cash offer. I want a market analysis. I consider that an inbound inquiry. And then we call and follow up from there. And it's allowed us to you know, downsize our staff and, and uh, get very efficient about producing business. So um, you still have to follow up and get on the phone. That's always the key. And you want your friends and everybody on the internet to see that you're working. So I'm yeah. posting two of these a day, plus open houses. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm building out a whole calendar. Yeah, you know, one thing that I've noticed recently that's been working for me is I have um, Chime and Follow-Up Boss and things integrated with that. And it kind of shows me who's interacting with whatever stuff we're sending out or even HomeBot and going down those lists of those people that are interacting with what we're sending out. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, it's like, Oh wow, that call was good. Oh wow. That call was good. Oh, that call. What's going on here. It's like, they're already raising their hand. They're saying, yeah. call me. Go for their actions. Yeah. Get rid of the outbound mentality and think inbound. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm getting an inbound signal that says, give them a call. Yeah, uh, HomeBot is awesome. I mean, that's yeah. a great tool. ManyChat's awesome in theory for me, uh, but you can. There's other. There's uh, Structurally, which is a uh, chat bot for text messaging, is literally the smartest AI system you can probably use. They pioneered, uh, you know, intelligent chat bots years and years ago. Wouldn't you agree with that, Jesse? Yeah, absolutely. Structurally, they're awesome. I mean, look, I had a team of 17 and my and it structurally was setting more appointments than my agents were. They will literally set appointments to show a house. So good. And I was going to piggyback on this for questions or things you want to chat. We got about five minutes. Is this helpful to get your brains going on a Monday morning? 
Seeing heads nodding. Good. All right, who's been quietly sitting here the entire call, but they've got something really, really insightful to ask or to add? I know there's someone sitting here. Sri's got another question. Go for it. Something to add. Go ahead, Sri. Okay, so basically, you know how like interest rates have gone up? So I was wondering, like when a client asks you, is now the best time to buy or sell? You would obviously say, yeah, because like in the past century, in home prices have only gone down three times during the depression, recession, and then COVID. So what would we say now just because interest rates have gone up? That's a great question to spend a few minutes chatting on. And we could probably spend a whole half an hour on what do you say when the client says, is now a good time to buy or sell? I've got my answer that I learned from Tom Ferry years ago that I love. But who's who's got it? I'll share it in a minute. But who who's got an answer that that you guys that you guys use when a client says, "Is now a good time to buy or sell?" What do you say? I'll go. Go ahead, Patty. If they want to wait for interest rates to come down, the buyers are going to be out in droves. Barbara Corcoran's calling for a ten to fifteen percent interest in prices, and they're going to be up against buyer competition, just like COVID. It's much easier to take the rate now, refinance when it goes down, versus buying a hundred thousand dollars more on a house that's going to take longer to recoup on equity. Short answer. And I have a video about that on my YouTube. I'll go grab it. All right, go <laughs> grab it. That's a pretty good short answer, Patty. Who, who else has got a, who else has got a short answer to this one? We're going to throw a few of these out here. This is good. No one, everybody else is shot is stunned when someone asks you if now's a good time to buy or sell. You're just like, Oh, don't, don't look at me. I'll do this. Go ahead, Sarah. What do you got? The best time to buy or sell is when it's right for you in your life. It like doesn't matter one. about the market really doesn't matter. Live your I just tell my clients, live your life. If it's time to buy a house, buy a house. You can't predict what's going to go on. And the people that historically I have seen that have won the most are the ones that just act. I like that. Yeah. S Sarah, what were you what were you starting to say? Uh I I always tell people, I feel like I answer this question every day with just buyers, but um, this is the time to buy because you can actually negotiate the sales price and ask for the world. So ask for closing costs, ask for closing costs to buy down their rate um, and then negotiate sales price. And then as far as sellers go, we don't have enough inventory to choose from. Like this is a great time to sell. Um, and it's all... a great time to ask for the buy down because houses are staying on the market a little longer than they were over summer. Yeah. Perfect timing. This is the only I just dropped my video in the chat, guys. This is the only market to buy in if you have to sell your house first. Uh, once interest rates come down and buyers in the market get hot again, again, you won't be able to sell your house in order to buy a new home. You have to sell it, move into a rental, and then buy your new home. Does it make sense, guys? There's I also shout this from the rooftops. <laughs> there's, there's all sorts of good, good answers that you have here. Most times when people are asking you this, like, I'm sure they truly want to know like what the market's going to do. But if any of you have a crystal ball and you know exactly what interest rates are going to do, the market's going to do, let me know because we'll all be rich, right? No one has a crystal ball. None of us know. Did anyone expect the last three years to look like what the last three years looked like? Maybe one of you did. I don't know. I sure didn't. Like, I think what really clients are looking is they're looking to feel good about what they want to do or looking for some reassurances. So to me, it starts with the answer that Tom Ferry um, yeah, but and I'm not saying, I mean, I love all the answers you have. Like truly they're, they're all, cause everything is possible, right? Walk people through the scenarios. But his answer was when someone says, is now a good time to buy or sell? You say, it depends. What, what's your goal? And just ask questions first. And I, and I love that one. That's what, that's what I always start with. And then follow it up with any one of these things that Ken said, Sarah said, Patty said, like 
wherever you want to take it from here, but start with, tell me what your goal is. And when you let people unpack what they're looking for, it'll become obvious how to help them get to where they're going. Or maybe for some people, it doesn't make sense for them to buy, right? If someone can't afford their payments and they they want to buy a house that's going to be worth more next year because they're worried they're going to miss out. And if it doesn't go up, they're going to be really upset and they can't afford it. Like, I shouldn't be buying. You don't know what's going to go up or down. No one knows the answers on that, right? I will, I will mention one thing about this market. We have a very short window of opportunity where FHA and VA assumables, uh, the balances are high enough that you can uh, you get in and assume these loans with very little down and get great deals. Um, I would honestly, for anybody who wants to prospect deals, I would be prospecting high balance FHA VAs. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now, actually, uh, because it, I, I just sold one and it was 8,000 down on a $560,000 house, assuming a two and three quarter percent interest VA loan. I mean, did they, did my, my buyers walked into a screaming deal or what? My sellers are happy too. I got to double end it. So I'm happy. Three. Dolly, I love that, Ken. Yeah. So VA VA assumptions right now are smoking hot. Um, I would actually, I would call out outbound cold to call them. That's actually we're putting together that marketing now. How are you finding those deals, Ken? What's that? How are you finding people with VA loans and FHA? Uh, my title, actually, my title rep turned me on to it. Um, and uh, the first one was just a past client. Uh, we live next uh, to a big military base, but now I got the high balance. I got it from my title rep. Uh, just you just run a um, ask your title rep to get you um, high balance FHA VA loans. So the their loan the original loan balance uh, adjusted to the assessed value or the original purchase price. And if it's high balance and it's less than 40, 40 percent down, it's a great deal. And people can get into a super low interest rate loan. I mean, it's, and you know what, for your sellers, say this is a great way to add 5% to your 5% to your equity overnight. Allow the buyer to assume your FHA VA loan and that's worth five to five to 7% more. Would you say, Ed? Yes, definitely. And also, Armand, you can search by the date of the deed of trust, too, because you want to isolate it to the period of time where rates were under four. Yeah. Or even four and a half. I mean, but the window of opportunity is short in this market, all right? Because interest rates are going to go down. Uh, prices are going to go back up. Those, those balances are going to shrink compared to market value. So right now, you've got, I don't know, six, eight months where this is going to work. Uh, and it's a smoking hot deal. Interesting. We got 30 seconds left, Dolly. You'll be our last comment. Go for it. Okay. I'm, I just want to piggyback on what you said, Jesse, because I don't know that, that the whole group here heard exactly what you were saying, which is just so, so important. When someone asks you a question, you need to know what the motivation is behind that question. And that is major because you can go on about all kinds of crap that have nothing to do with why they're asking the question. And if you don't ask questions, you have lost it. And that goes forth in everything we do. Um, you can tell them all kinds of stuff and it doesn't matter. So the first thing is, why is that important to you? Um, well, and the first question out of, the, out of your mouth should always be, why is that important to you? Or tell me more. And once you know what their motivation is, man, you've got it covered. Well said, Dolly. Well said. 
I'll give a quick shout out in case anyone's here to our newest Agent Collective members. If you are a guest who's here, we're glad you're here. Right, these are new folks that have joined our crew in the last week. Desiree, sponsored by Jason. Megan, sponsored by Kim. Ricky, sponsored by Adam. Jamai, sponsored by Betsy. Wyatt, sponsored by Brett. Marley, sponsored by Catherine. Vince, sponsored by Laura. And Tiffany, sponsored by Yasmaine. That's our, that's our crew. So if you guys are, if any of you guys are here and you're on the call, welcome to the family. We're here to support you. We do this every week. And if you were a guest who's here, come back next week. Just keep coming, hang out, hanging out with us, right? Hopefully you got something good. Everyone gets something good out of this morning's call. Thank you, right. everybody. Thanks for sharing, everyone. Have a wonderful Monday. Bye, guys. Thank you. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.